Welcome to Policy Today. Thoughtful discussion of current issues vital to the future prosperity of Washington State. Produced by the Washington Research Council. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, I have Morton Kondracki here on our podcast, and Mr. Kondracki will speak at our annual dinner on May 19th in Bellevue. Um, and his topic could not be more relevant. Um, Mr. Kondracki, you will be speaking on this perilous election, how we got here. Um, and I think a lot of people are definitely wondering how we got here. As uh, we record this, it's a uh, Tuesday, and it looks like Donald Trump has won the Indiana Republican primary and is on his way probably to securing um, the Republican nomination. Uh, Hillary Clinton appears to have won uh, Indiana and will probably secure the Democratic nomination. So we'll look with that's probably how the, the matchup will be in, in the fall. Um, I want to ask you something, though. You've written quite a bit, including in the book you wrote, along with Fred Barnes, on Jack Kemp, which is titled uh, Jack Kemp, the Bleeding Heart Conservative Who Changed America, um, about the sorry state of contemporary American politics, particularly uh, the partisanship, uh, the polarization, and so on. So with that in mind, are you terribly surprised by the way that the presidential campaign uh, has turned out, or do you see it as almost um, the logical fruition of the way politics and governing has been conducted over the past decade or so? Well, I'm certainly shocked that um, that the Republican nomination has, uh, process has gone the way it did. I couldn't mm -hmm. imagine, along with 95% or maybe 99% of my pundit colleagues, that uh, Donald Trump would emerge as the, as the Republican candidate. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he struck me as too vulgar, too um, inexperienced, too uh, extreme, too unconservative to end up with the nomination. Um, and I thought that he, at the beginning, I thought that he was probably unelectable, mm -hmm. and that, uh, and and there are indications that he is unelectable, but I don't think he is. Um, and the Republican Party usually ends up with its most unelect, uh, most electable candidate after wandering through the wilderness. So I am totally shocked and dismayed that, that Donald Trump um, is uh, is the re Republican nominee. Hillary Clinton. I mean, the the parties have sort of flipped. Mm -hmm. It used to be that the Re Republican Party was the primogenitor party; that the next person in line got to be the king. Mm -hmm. uh, in this case, it's the Democratic Party that is sort of following. Uh, in order. Um, Hillary Clinton ran last time, so she's going to get it this time. Mm -hmm. um, so th this is, is, in my experience, totally unprecedented, um, this election. Um, what I know it's a big question, but what do you think is the appeal of Donald Trump? Well, I think, fundamentally, I think that both parties have ignored the white working class dilemma mm -hmm. of not having not having their incomes rising for 20 years right and the the uh, the republicans haven't done anything about it the democrats haven't really done anything about it even though president obama did propose various 
solutions, worker insurance and retraining programs and stuff like that, but it could never get through Congress and never, he never quite made it the centerpiece of, of his administration. Mm-hmm. So this this election is sort of the revenge of the of the white working class, right? Um, and Donald Trump has um, ha- is uh, encompassing their anger uh, at both parties. Mm-hmm. He's not really a conservative Republican. No. Uh, and Bernie Sanders is blaming it on trade. Uh, Donald Trump is blaming it both on trade and immigration. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the white working class, you know, is vulnerable, I think, to scapegoating yeah. uh, for, for having uh, scapegoats identified for them mm-hmm. and following candidates that are that are willing to blame somebody else besides them, besides the two parties. Right. Yeah. It, you know, nature abhors a vacuum. And it seems like in the absence of um, either party really making the wage stagnation and all that really a central part of their vision, obviously, then people like Trump and Sanders are going to come along uh, uh, to fill the void. Right. That's exactly and that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. Um, so and, and I think, you know, I think that the that we, we have a failure uh, fundamentally of education in mm-hmm. this country. Mm-hmm. K to 12 education doesn't prepare uh, young people for the kind of jobs that the high tech competitive world economy needs. Right. Um, uh, increasingly, uh, working class males don't go, don't graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. Don't um, don't go on to to uh, to to the kind of post. Uh, secondary education that that they would need to get these kind of jobs, mm-hmm. and so their incomes are declining. Right, um, and you know, and the the the, the wealthy are getting wealthier, yep. and the and the working class is is, is stagnating. Yeah, and um, they're not going to take it anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty um, it's a potent situation, um, you know, and you do see. Uh, it's it's inter- so interesting because here at the research council, you know, we've dealt with these issues where a lot of companies are saying, you know, we can't find uh, people to fill these skilled manufacturing jobs, you know, jobs that they don't require a college degree, and they're, you know, they they can start at like sixty five thousand bucks a year just as a starting salary, but yet there's not sure. the education system there to provide them with the skills they need. I think the uh, policymakers now are trying to play catch up, but at the current in the at, you know at the current point, um, you know that they there aren't the there are people who are out of work but they don't have the skills and they don't know how to get those skills so that they can attain those jobs. Exactly, and the but you know I would say it's a state responsibility and it's a it's a federal responsibility mm-hmm. to uh, provide better K to twelve education, mm-hmm. better better vocational education, better. Um, Supplemental education. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of good ideas around about right. worker savings accounts, where that that uh, workers could um, use to pay the tuition for retraining. Mm. We ought to have apprenticeship programs the way the way the Germans do. Mm-hmm. Um, but none of those things has happened, and it's 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 a state problem. Yeah, the, the states tend to be so 
so in the thrall, and Washington State is a primary example of the teachers' unions, yeah. that it's impossible to reform K-12 to education mm-hmm. um, to, in order to make sure that these, that these kids graduate with, uh, with the literacy that they even need. Yes. I mean, I think part of Trump's appeal is that he's, he's a showman, Mm-hmm. He's been on TV. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's irreverent. He's mm-hmm. uh, profane. Yeah. And the the I think the intellectual capital of lots of ordinary Americans has fallen. They've, they've been so they 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 get their cues from reality TV mm-hmm. instead of from literature. Or mm-hmm. uh, but that's you know that and, and as a result they're. They're subject to the appeal of a guy like Trump who will call anybody any kind of name, profane or otherwise. Right. Yeah, it... You know, I've been um, reading your the wonderful book you co-wrote with, with Fred Barnes on Jack Kemp, and I was thinking about how, um, you know, Kemp was, and along with many of his peers at the time, you know, he was a real idea factory. He was constantly thinking of new ideas, and it seems like we are at least at the national level, we're so lacking um, in new ideas. It seems like it's all sort of the same old warmed over rhetoric. Um, and gosh, if it, these times, especially for the reasons that you've just enumerated, really call for some new ideas and new approaches um, that also require, you know, as Jack Kemp um, knew, working across the aisle with others. Right. Uh, to get it done. Exactly. Uh, I, you know, the, I, I, have, I have to say that the Republican Party really did spend most of the last eight years trying to thwart Barack Obama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama did not, didn't know how to reach across party lines either. Right. Uh, very well. But, uh, but it, there, there, was, there was no meeting of the minds at all. Jack Kemp persistently worked across party lines, thought that you couldn't get anything done except working across party lines when it was necessary. Yeah. He was a principled conservative, yeah. but he was a big tent conservative, and he worked with Democrats all the time. Yeah. And, um, uh, and you know, he w- would, would have understood what's happening now. I mean, mm-hmm. he said the 70s were a terrible decade. And oh, his yeah proposals for supply-side economics, which were adopted by Ronald Reagan, uh, were developed, that was the big idea, Jack Kemp's big idea, Mm -hmm. uh, during the 1970s and 80s, and it was based on the idea that you had to have robust economic growth. And when you have robust economic growth, you have rising incomes, and you have uh, social peace. When you, when you don't have, when you have stagnant incomes and, and uh, tepid growth, that's when people pit one group against another. Mm-hmm. I mean, in his case, it was black against white or rich against poor or Sunbelt against Snowbelt. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. now and now it's Donald Trump uh, blaming Mexicans. Right. Bernie Sanders blaming Wall Street and nobody really coming up with, with constructive ideas um, to make the economy uh, grow fast. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what strikes as you were saying that what struck me was that Jack Kempe, in addition to being positive and coming up with new ideas and new approaches, was that 
he wasn't just seeing, you know, economic growth as in and of itself as the goal. It was always to help people, you know, and he always exactly. he, he conveyed that through the way he spoke and the way he conducted himself was that it was for people. It was to help regular people. Um, which, Absolutely right. I mean, he he represented a working class district in Buffalo. Yeah, he um, he. He was a he was a union guy actually. Yeah, he'd been the yeah. president of the the AFL Players Association. Right, and he you know didn't didn't think that uh, uh, that that he thought that collective bargaining was a human right. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was very much you know uh, uh, inclined to uh, to support working people and yeah. to figure out how to make their lives better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, gosh, I would love to. Um talk with you more but of course we want um we want people to come to our dinner so they can hear the rest of the story from you um and hopefully we hear you talk about maybe some uh maybe perhaps there are some uh present day uh elected officials who you think hold out some promise for um a more civil and productive uh political system uh in washington dc and elsewhere um so thank you so much uh, we well, no, thank you. Really I'm appreciate looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. And um, again, it is, you will be speaking at uh, the Washington Research Council's 84th annual dinner in Bellevue Thursday, May 19th at the Maidenbauer Center. Um, and you will also be there, Mr. Kondracki, to uh, sign copies of your book on yes. Jack Kemp which is fabulous, and we'll provide links uh, on our website, too. It's a, a great read. And I have to admit, as someone who I you know, kind of gain, gained my political consciousness in the 80s, and it was kind of nostalgic uh, reading about Jack Kemp. Um, I've always been such a fan of him. Great. Well, thank you very much for, for, uh, for this interview. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And uh, we will see you at the dinner. Great. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Policy Today is a production of the Washington Research Council dedicated to providing timely, credible research and policy analysis supporting economic vitality and private sector job creation. For more information, go to researchcouncil.org.